Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Such excitement. Such excitement. I think this is our 40th episode. Whoa. Yeah. We've been D&Ding for a little birthday cake for Dungeon Damsels. Aww. It's been over a year. Well, yeah, but we can we can have cake. We can have cake It's um, It's an elven use. Did you have an altered calendar? Anyway, Michael, please share the spotlight. All right. Hi everybody, Mike. Michael coming at you with the the hot. Whoa, you okay fine, there? I'm fine. Okay. Just so, can you guys all see what my stream? Okay. Uh, so today for spotlight, I wanted to spotlight arcane spectacles. They, I'm a, I'm a sucker for. Hi, Callie. Oh, cat friend. Um, and they they make amazing like dice accessories. So they have like dice vaults for your for your dice. One of the things that I think is really cool is they have spell slot trackers where you just use like a d6 to track the how many spells you have, and you That's can always fun. yeah. I like it. They have that. Uh, they have like trackers for like. Rogue sneak attack. They have a health tracker and these fun little like um, health potions. Where like I think it's just it just comes with like however much like a a lesser or like a normal uh, healing potion, which is usually like two d four. But yeah, yeah, I like them. They're neat. It's just like a fun little thing. I like how you can use your dice to like track numbers because we all know you have like an astronomical amount of oh, dice yeah. when you play D&D. Oh yeah. They, they <laughs> so we're like, I only need one set, but I much want of, more. I mean, you do need set. more when you start getting into like, hey, I want to roll advantage efficiently or hey, I'm a paladin. I just created well, on hey, my side. I'm a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a wizard. Fireball. <laughs> do you want to get picked up? Oh, that's what I didn't get. I didn't get my dice. Oh my god. <laughs> this happens all the time. All the time. Are you even a real D&D player? Yeah. These HP dice trackers are really cute. 
Okay. Yeah. I like them too. I kind of like heart shapes. Yeah. Cool. Look all my desks. Right. Ready to go. But yeah, they have a lot of fun. Just like different like themes for their oh, like, like skins and stuff that's cool yeah hmm. yeah it's really cool nice arcane spectacle yeah cool. so yeah just remember that it's arcane you can follow them on arcane spectacle at arcane spectacle on twitter but uh go check them out and give them some support and make some awesome stuff Alright you guys, ready to settle into the story? The refresher on what happened last time? Please, I yeah. forgot everything. <laughs> everything uh, melted away. <laughs> last time, the damsels scoured the local town of Moral Lemur, searching for something. Anything to help Luna enter new werewolf, werewolf transformations. <clears throat> they were able to find a doctor and an apothecary, both of whom had treatments of sorts and encouraged the damsels to leave town and seek help at either the Arcana capital or the human light, um, human kingdom of Leicester. Both, home of both Luna and Elendriel. And from Leicester. They took shelter at Lady Yurima Ventario's estate um, on the behest of Celiana, and who is Kayanthi's cousin, uh, with order in tow. And then the arcane boys, Nante and Furious, went out for a night on the town. And to clarify, uh, they don't have a strip club because it's a tiny town. Not yeah, that'd be really awkward. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really awkward, okay? Like, it's not be like, they don't have a gay strip club or a straight strip club. There's just no strip club, okay? What kind of chat that? <laughs> a tiny one, because it's awkward. It's like you see them on the street the next day. And yeah. Like, like, oh, I know you. Hey, it's, it's like, like, hey, I saw you naked. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I, I mean, but it's like, hey, aren't you my coworker's daughter? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> anyway, it's awkward, so they don't have one. Um, and that's, so anyway. Uh, Elendriel took Kayanthi on a small pranking adventure where they tried to just kind of goof off and mess with Order in his sleep by like dangling a little feather in front of his nose and he was like slapping his face a couple times. Um, then during the night, Luna experiences an intense fever dream, one that makes her question everything. In she, due to the intensity of this dream, she screams up awake and uh, the damsels, her friends, come running in and the session ends with uh, a circle of friendship as they come together and tell Luna that she's not alone in her trials and that they'll help her overcome this. So that's what happened. And then my... <clears throat> I'll just repeat forever now. I think I know the Alright, back to back to the game. So you guys, we ended with you guys um 
him with trying to get Linda back to sleep. And I'll say, would you guys say you would have like spent time like taking turns watching over Leonard? Yeah. To make sure that she. Am I actually the only one here who sleeps? Like sleep sleeps? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're all full elves. <laughs> Except for me. So. so. Um, we'll say that Kathy, you're Well, Serena, we can't hear you if you were talking. Nope. 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 Keep trying. You got this. You're not <laughs> muted on my end. Oh, you're... That should be definitely... Yeah, you're definitely muted. Work? Yes, Yay. we got work. There we go. There we go. Isn't this work? Okay. Wait. That's okay. Callie, you're gonna be a freak. Alright, no, keep, keep going. Yes, Callie time! Yes! It's our cat. Yeah. We'll make, make mm. No, no. <laughs> the resident cat. <laughs> she was here when we got her. Yeah. The mascot. She's not happy. Maybe don't touch her for a bit. <laughs> she probably imagines I'm a seat anymore. <laughs> He's like, I want to sit. Good try on Anyway, um, so, Kathy will say that you had the first shift, it, shift and you just finished it. And uh, because you guys went to sleep in like the middle of the day, it's now like, uh, technically it would be like night or like really early morning. Um, Is it actual day or their day? With our cane elves, since they don't like day. Um, like normally in, in the, like a nocturnal society with um, diurnal denizens, when they have a mixed society like that, they'll um, like have like a half day where like they wake up at like the nocturnal ones wake up at like noon, and then um, so like the market would have been open until like noon, and it stays up like super late. Um, so they and if they and. Even though they're up at noon, they're not outside because they're like allergic to the sun. Well, they're just light sensitive. But um, so you guys came during the middle of the day, talked to the diurnal folks, so like the the half orc and the Italian, and then went into and the tiefling went underground. Yeah, so you probably just went up to the Ventario estate and then just like slept. Um. And so it's probably like. Uh, Sarah's death again? Yeah, you're like. It's like early, early morning. Maybe you keep hitting a button that's like. Me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kayanthi, you. Um, you finish your shift watching Luna, and, and you go outside to watch the the sunrise. As you do, being a sunrise person, being a morning dawn advocate, and you sit and do your your meditations. And um, you see the sunrise, and just have a nice, quiet moment to yourself after um, probably like an hour. Celiana comes out and she has a little parasol in her hand and <clears throat> she comes to stand next to you and she says, well, do you, do you care to walk with me? Am I like 
still meditating and I still move on. Do, do I notice her? Uh, yeah, you would. So you okay, know. fine. Yeah. Alright then. Oh, where are you going, Celiana? Oh, just, just a turn about the, the garden. Oh, well, I have no reason not to come. So then, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she, she has uh, like a little parasol with her. Is it just only for her, or just can't they get a cute little parasol? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, it's, it's not often that gets to hang out with family members, especially with cute little parasols to take walks to the garden. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so she has like an extra and hands it to you. Um,. <laughs> You, and you walk through the garden, it's not especially, like, cared for. It's more like she planted wildflowers and then just allowed them to, like, grow with, like, minimal pruning. Um, which, like, makes sense for someone like Irina because she seems to be, like, more into the, like, wild aesthetic of plants. And there's, like, a fountain. Yeah, what she served for dinner last night. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Lots of steak. <laughs> Lots of steak. Very wild. <laughs> Uh, there's a, like a fountain with a lot of ivy on it, and it, it's still nice. It's just not like trimmed to like perfection. And Celiana um, <laughs> sort of you can you can tell something's on her mind, but she doesn't like quite know how to bring it up. And then she uh, says, "Well, how how is Luna? Is she all right?" Um, I want to say yes, she's fine, but uh. Well, we, we walked in last night, and so Camp is going to go ahead and talk about uh, what happened with Luna, how she was totally freaked out, talking about her dream. And I feel like Candy wouldn't really know much about her family that much. She's really, uh, you're putting ointment on her. That's all that she was doing last night. Um, but, okay, so you should talk about how she was the last person to be with her, was watching over her. And yeah. Hmm. She uh, sort of looks out at the garden, and you can tell that she's thinking about like what she wants to say next. Seems she probably. Do you have any? Uh, do you know anything about werewolves? Though? Uh, alas, it is not a specialty of mine, anyway. But I think right now, what she needs most are friends who will support her, which is what you're doing. That's more than a lot of people have. True. Um, I just wish I knew more about how to help. All I have is, well, I spent a bunch of money on this special uh, ointment to give to her, but I don't know if it was really helpful. Well, do you know if she's upset over becoming a werewolf, or is it more internal? It feels like it's something more, something about her family, some sort of disconnect. Uh, so it's, it's, of course, it's not as simple as it one would hope. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it has to do something. This has been a very jarring experience for her, as one would. You know, becoming a werewolf. It's probably put a lot of anxiety on her. She's probably questioning a lot of things. 
And unfortunately, a lot of those answers will have to come from ourselves. Because we all have to go on our own paths in that sense. But, uh... I... I do believe we might have a better lead once we reach Gundrake. There's, um... There is a contingency of Silver Ravens in the area. We could ask them about their sister guild to see if we can find a more exact location on them. Anything that we can get to help her out. Yes. Oh, huh, very more Kelly. <laughs> she sat the cat's out of the chair. <laughs> Give that cat a character sheet. <laughs> She's a monk. <laughs> she wants to be a monk. Shadow monk. Shadow monk. There you go. There's room for you. I made room for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I've had a long-standing battle with this cat trying to get her to love me, and so like her being close to me is like <sighs> just start. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Siliana. Um, she, you, you see her fidget, which is something she like never does because she's usually very composed. And then, um, well, you did ask me about this vision that you had about portraits and our family, and I told you I would tell you about it later. And uh, she. <laughs> She... There's a lot of struggle as she tries to just, like, form words. Uh, let's sit down. <laughs> oh. And there's just... Yeah, there's, like a, there's a brief wave of, like, fear going through chaos. They're like, what's gonna happen when I sit down? Oh, I love these talks. You have Will I, like, fall unconscious and faint? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, no, exciting. Perfect. But, uh, she doesn't phrase any of this. She keeps it all locked inside, poorly hidden with her with her face. Awful poker face. <laughs> Just like panic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she goes pale as bitch. Oh, okay. Oh, her as the graceful noble that she's been trained to be, she sits on the bench, and you can <laughs> wobble over there. <laughs> this... This is a difficult story for me to tell. Um, is she playing through dice? Yeah. Okay. She likes to knock the floor. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm gonna touch you. I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> she just batted me. <laughs> Sorry, cats. Um, <laughs> did she roll? A, what did she roll with the dice? It's a thirteen. Oh, oh, that's pretty good. That's okay. Pretty anyway, good. serious conversation. Welcome to Cali, I don't know the meaning of this dream, but I can tell you what some of the missing parts are. As the eldest of my generation, the pressure to succeed in every possible facet was uh, suffocating, to say the least. My life was education, politics, socializing with nobility, repeat. 
grandfather was determined to have me marry a noble to secure another title to add to his family tree. And I was the perfect candidate, the young, educated, Celiana Ordelia, daughter and heiress to the Ordelia fortune. All was going according to, all was going according to plan. I was the perfect pawn, and I was content with my life and what grandfather had planned. She kind of like looks at you and gives you this like little like side eye. Like she's trying to like break tension, but it's like her and she's like a super serious person. So like it only kind of works. Um, this is kind of like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> I was going to- not going to say it, but I did something wrong, didn't I? <laughs> she, uh, she like kind of decided I was going to marry a prince. Oh. Second born. That's and- Quite the child to add. Indeed. And when I went on my ship to marry this young prince, I met my prince. And his name was Nazim, a young, twenty-something buccaneer. His sun-kissed skin and loose lips swept me up like the sea and was just as deep. Okay, so Kayanthi, she thought it was going to go somewhere else. She thought she was going to be talking about her current husband. Oh. But I don't think that was her current husband. No. And so, you see Kathy, and she's just like, oh, cute. And you're like, wait. Wait, this he? This he is the, you know, like the math problems flying in front of her face. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in my life, someone decided to see me as a person and not a plan. He gave me my first taste of freedom, the romance of the sea, adventure. And we danced along coral beaches, tasting berries and wine and fresh air for the first time. Being with Nazim was my first breath, and my life was forfeit. I was his, and he was mine. We strung along the coast for several months in a whirlwind of romance for the ages, the stuff that makes romance novels seem petty and small. When I hit the shore, I fled with him. We carved out a small life for ourselves on an island in the southern seas. It's just a small trading spot. On a sea trade route. Life was simple and pleasant. We were married by a local shaman. And I gave birth to a son. A beautiful half-elf baby boy. His name is Darian. And when Darian was three, grandfather found us. He stormed into the house and took my family from me. And he made me watch as he killed his own grandchild and gutted my own true love. Defeated and broken, Grandfather brought me back to the principalities. Short after that, I was married to Heth, my current husband. He quietly requested to move to Gundrake to be away. I placed a grave there for Nazim. 
Even though his body is not there. And that's where I met Rahim, your friend. It turns out that they were brothers. I sent word to his family about what happened, and Rahim came to pay their respects. And that's how a friendship formed between us. And that's why. Rafi has her hand over Celiana's. I don't know. I don't know how to interrupt. <laughs> yes, yes. Of course. She's got her hand over Celiana's and she's giving it a hug. And she's just kind of like, again, the mask problem. Just put her head Yeah, Celiana takes, she takes her hand. She'll take the affection. <laughs> We're gonna know we put out. And to change the subject briefly, I saw so much of myself in Tarina. And that's why I wanted to help her. That's why I got involved. And I sent her to her death. So, Kathy, she, you know, the, the open-hearted person she is, she's just, like, distraught. And she's like, I don't say that you sent her to her death. It was, well, Kathy secretly blames herself for Tarina's death, but... I guess we have that in common. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> share the blame, share the well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're in the bed, right? Gosh. Anyway, just don't don't blame yourself for that. It was. It's not like you. Yeah. How could you project something like that? You did your best. I appreciate your words. I still can't help but think that I share a small portion of this guilt, knowing that I sent her into danger, knowing that our family was so dangerous, knowing that she could get caught up in everything. Well, in that case, let's just say that I would share in some of that uh, guilt with you. I felt, well, I, I tried, I... Uh, Kathy can't really say anymore. Celiana just squeezes your hand. She's like, We're sad together, and I can't stop smiling to deflect from the sadness I feel. So, she squeezes your hand and says, Together, we can try to, I don't know, we can try to do something for Aravan. I want you. I just, I haven't had the chance to even really speak to him. He's been a bit aloof, given the circumstances that we borderline kidnapped him. And anyway, he he seems to have a strong head on him. He'll come around. Just keep hitting harder. (laughs) Just just keep whacking it off. Get the nutcracker. Let's do it. Yeah, and um, unless you have anything you want to add, we'll just end the scene there. Nope. 
Okay. Yeah, so you guys just have a bond bonding. share bonding moment. Um, as you're, you're watching, you see Order and um, the horse that looks like Urena. Um, he's on a different horse, though, so he's not riding Urena. She won't let anyone ride him. But, like, okay. he's, he's, like, on a different horse. He's probably on one of the horses that you guys took, um, and he's, like, running around with Urena out in the fields. He's like, you get the sense that he's like an active person and like wants to do stuff. He doesn't want to idle. Yeah. All right. So next, uh, yeah. Now we can skip to like where everyone's awake at this point. Um, it's the breakfast table. You guys can see like the the arcane boys are up there. Um, pouring over a map have like some uh, dishes of breakfast also meat uh, <laughs> Narte has his head on his table his head on the table and is just groaning Farius looks fine <laughs> and then Canaris looks like he just got up and has like kind of like major bed head that he's like trying to like like just like wrestle back into he really just walked into the room yeah he's just like oh you <laughs> should Hey. Um, how are you guys? I'd say everyone looked rested. We're good. We're good. We're just trying to, you know, figure out the best course of action. We gotta get back to the, the capital and this is Canaris, by the way. Um and Narte's gotta get back home. So we're just kinda planning out our next steps. There's um I look, I look towards Luna, and I'm just like... And Luna's still asleep at this point. She's still you asleep. can see her. You can watch her sleeping, I guess. Okay. Well, then I'll, I'll turn to um, either Chianti or Kiara, whoever is closest to me, and be like, I mean, we, we have to go to the Leicester Kingdom, right? I mean, that's like... Me our, our... I mean, best lead to help, help Luna out. Um... Then I look towards the um, to the arcane boys. I guess this is where we're parting. Sorry, I just I honestly didn't think it would be coming. I'm so used to having your guys' company. They all like kind of like look at each other and furious. <laughs> uh, you see them doing this, like, just sort of exchange of looks. I, I, I instinctually, like, grab my hair and, like, put it over my face. I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to bring down the mood or anything. I just... I no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's just, um... It's just like... It's just usually the person who talks is on the table in pain. So, like, Norte's just like, sup? <laughs> well, um... Yeah, I, uh... Um, Canaris comes over to you, Ellie, and he pulls out this, like, little, uh, it's a medallion with a, a crest on it, and he says, hang on to this, this is a, it means that you're a friend to my clan. This is Farius? It's Canaris. Yeah, Canaris, Canaris is giving you the Daliba clan symbol. Um, he says... 
a lot of people respect our clan, so if you come into the kingdom and show this to them, you should. It should help you. Um, we carry more social clout, though, so there still might be some. It will be helpful, but it won't open every door. That, that's what he's saying. <laughs> and then he um, he like hands you like this this note, and he says, "Just read that later." And then <laughs> um, it's uh, in case you want to like write me, and then. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right away. I, I, just, I, I put that in my pocket and I'm still looking at the, um, at the medallion and I'm like, no, thank you. I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, this, thank you. I'm kind of like, like, you see him like, and I'm like, well, you know, I just, um, you guys have done a lot for us. Oh no. You guys have done a lot for us. And, uh, Wave an advocate. As, uh, as the sound system falls apart. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't like hanging out on this uh, table. Yeah, and he takes the time to really like the long winded like explanation for everything he feels, has thought, and since the journey began. And it's just all life noise. <laughs> I can actually, I can multitask. Think, well, you know, we've just been through like so much, and you know, and think of us as friends. As uh, Nars is messing with the sound system <laughs> in a manner. Yeah, like like. <laughs> so like Nars is like crumpling up something like they're like, dude, really? And he's just like, what? <laughs> I don't know what you would do, Michael. I I can hold Push it. Okay, can you still hear me? Is that still good? Okay. Yeah. I guess I can match her. Yeah. You're not just gonna get a different stand for this thing. Do you know when it changed? Because it seemed to be doing fine for a while. It, um, the weather. It lost its little, like, pad thing right here. So it's kind of, like, slick on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of. It does a that you can get from Home Depot and a small cut of $1 foam from Joanne's. I mean, hey, with the steel on the frame of most ambulances, I figure industrial grade double-sided tape is great. Do not ever put it on 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 someone's car, though. Okay. <laughs> not even one. Not even as an April Fool's prank. That is not an idea for anyone. We do not endorse destructive behavior on this panel. <laughs> None of these pranks. We do not endorse evangelism at all times. We do not do that. No, we don't do that. Not even once. That is our least favorite thing to do. <laughs> I have to look at this one. Lena wakes up. Yeah, she can wake up and come down. That's totally good. I feel like the the like black veins for the curves are like spread much further along her face. Across her neck, going down her arm. And yeah, Elliot's gonna do the typical like parent thing when like the child is like having like a hard time and just like, hey, hey Mama, how's it going? How are you feeling? And it's just like. Hearing his following stupid question. 
Yeah. Um, so we're going to be parting ways soon. I guess so it's going to happen to someone else. Yeah. I mean, we're going to play just like right now, so, you know. And we'll have a chance to see them again, of course, next time we have the grab. Yeah, we, we can s- still visit the park. Have you received a. Sorry, what's the name of the item? We received a token from their family, so we have a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware about that. We don't really have anyone who has medically trained to at least as far as I'm aware, is curious. If you can find someone to beat him, then I guess we're So are you muffled? <laughs> Finding someone as magically trained as oh, uh, medically medically trained as he is, he's just like that's really not my specialty. Yeah, we'll be better than anyone else here. So. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, um, it's your bedside manner, well, Nance. I'll take it. <laughs> Um, can you can give it to me. But um, let you guys sit down and like eat some food and um. Yeah, we'll um we'll go to we'll go to Aravan because Aravan comes down. Um, and he he sees the group. The uh, hey buddy, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, He's just like, uh, hey. The, uh, he looks a lot like Tarina. Um, the resemblance is really there. It's just like small things like um, he has brown eyes instead of green ones. Um, and then like his nose is a little different. They definitely look the same facial Yeah, they definitely have like, you know, they're definitely siblings. And he, um... Comes over and sits at the table and says, Well, I've been talking with Miss Rowan Wood. She she told me you were touring as traveling companions. And uh, Did we told you that? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> a lot happened. I mean, a lot happened. I'm just. Oh, she also told me that, you know, she and Trina made a deal to try to, like, get me out. Um, he, uh, what happened? Where's Lana? How did Trina... Somebody rioted us out to one matron and then she wanted to kill us in sewers for fun and profit. She aggressively drinks orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lana went through a portal and disappeared, and then. I don't remember 
or something like that, long fall on her. Narte like sits up and he's like, she's fighting a demon. And then she and her mom, like, she tried to like flee back through the portal and then like he took Lana and her mom back with him. And then it shut. Uh, we didn't know how to open it. So, as long as it borrowed the bar, I'm in charge of undoing that one. He's like, I need more like, I need more water. He's just like, okay. Traveling companions. And that. Uh, Didn't we tell you that? Oh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> a lot happened. I mean, a lot happened. I'm just. Uh, oh, she also told me that, you know, she, Trina made a deal to try to, like, Get me out. Um, he, uh, <laughs> what happened? Well, where's Adlana? How did Trina? Adlana dug through a portal. What? Trina, somebody rioted us out to. So more matron and that she wanted to kill us in the sewers for fun and profit. She aggressively drinks orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lana went through a portal and disappeared and then I don't know, something about her mom following her. Narte like sits up and he's like she was fighting a demon, and then she and her mom, like, she tried to, like, flee back through the portal, and then, like, he took Adlana and her mom back with him, and then it shut. Um, we didn't know how to open it. Um, yeah. So, Adlana's a borrow the bar. I'm in charge of undoing that one. He's like, I need. He's like, I need more water. He's just like, Marte, will you just stop like blaming yourself for that? Okay, it wasn't your fault. He's just like, he quietly <laughs> drinks his water. <laughs> um. There's like this just a long awkward silence as Aravan's sort of processing this and like so did Tarina ever tell you about what was going on? About her, her life and No, she didn't tell us anything. She was a bit more of a secretive type. He kind of like looks up and, and nods. Yeah, it sounds like her. Well, um, I'll share it with you if you care to hear. Yes, please. <sighs> okay. Well, kind of like see him like think about how to like summarize everything. Well. 
this is a long story short, our dad is the literal worst. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, he's a baron, and he comes from a long line of very proud druids. Um, but his personality sucks, so he, like, couldn't find, like, a wife or anything. So, um, the, uh, he married my mom, who, human, uh, her name's Louisa, and she, um, she's a Calabrar. They have land up to, like, the north, and, and Luna, you would recognize the Calabrar name. They... Um, they own most of the, like, farming land. Like, the Calabar is associated with agriculture a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so, uh, they got married and had four kids. Um, and, um, after Tarina was born, our mom got chronically ill and fell into a coma, um, and our dad was like, well, she's useless now, so he just was going to let her die. So uh, I uh, contacted Adlana and had her come pick her up. And a couple years later, our older sister, Nualia, who uh, she, uh, she just wasn't very good with magic. Um, and dad decided that she was also just useless and sent her away and, and uh, the, uh, our mom's side of the family didn't really want anything to do with us so then it was just Tarina, me our brother Theron um, and this other kid named Lucian who's uh, you know just this, our dad hired him as just a, you know a, a grounds guard type of person and it was just three of us for a real long time uh, I didn't dad thought it was more important for us to be druids than to be anything else so we didn't have schooling and we didn't socialize and our whole lives were just in the grove getting better at being a druid and Tarina just had no ability for it. None. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, everyone has some something. Trina was just it was none, like something physically blocking her. And for years, Theron and I covered for her, you know, because we didn't want dad to send her away too. And then uh, she had a, her coming of age ceremony, which is when the Druid Circle comes. Um, it's the Druid Circle from Joyce, uh, which is an elven city. Um, and we planned that we would recover for her somehow. Um, and I sent word to have Adlana come because our mother was too, still in coma. She couldn't come, so I wanted someone to come. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, like, Serena suddenly had magic. It was orange and purple, and she had no control over it, and the roof came down, and 
the druids went the druids were astonished my dad was furious um and uh lana just scooped up Tarina and just fled and we went with them to the border and she slipped into the Leicester kingdom and Tarina promised she'd come and get us and that's the last time I saw her and the last time I heard from her was <laughs> she sent a message a couple months back maybe a letter um And uh, he, um, you see him like actually go and like uh, kneel on the floor and say, I, I cannot do this alone. And I beg you to help me. Because I'm so tired of seeing my family be so trapped. I know you got your own problems, so I don't expect you to help me run away. Um, but I'll, if, if you help me, I'll help you, you know, Mom. I can't be, well, uh, she wants to go up and I'm going to approach, uh, I'm sorry, how do you pronounce his name again? Ar Aravan. Aravan, okay, I was like, Arvin. No. Aravan. Okay. shoulders he reaches up with his own hand and kind of like grabs your wrist and he, he nods you you see him like bow his head there's just this like like single tear, tear. single just tear, tear and he, he wipes it away right there's something that Campy also wants to add but she's not sure she should in public so are we saying goodbye to Arvin too Ar Ar Arvin no He's, okay. he's probably going to come with you. Okay, well, I'll figure out to him later. Thank you. Um, and he looks over to, to Luna and says, I think we might need to take care of your friend first, though. So, um, I'm ready to... Siliana says she can take us to Gundrick whenever you're ready. Yeah, I guess the sooner the better, right? Guys? I agree. I guess, yeah. And I was just kind of like sinking back into herself and she was just kind of like remembering like that connection that she had, like that last conversation with Tarina. Oh, it was like, helped that. Mm -hmm. The
basically cheated to become druids, but Luna actually got to become a druid while trying to be it. Yeah. And her kind of like, just being like, why did that happen? And I'm like, why did I do that? And, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, you guys, you get your breakfast, gather your things, mm-hmm. and um, assemble in the entry hall. Okay. Order has all the horses <laughs> in the entry hall. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got the horses. Just have Jerry. The horses are all freaked out by Luna. Um, yeah, they kind of are. They don't want to be by you. Um, the, um, actually, it's just the two horses, because, um, Siliana would have said, do you want these other horses? And Yarina being a horse girl would have been, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just kind of want to state for the record that, uh, while Aravan was, uh, airing out Tarina's life, uh, Kiara not feel quite comfortable hearing of someone else's story when it wasn't hers to hear, because uh, she doesn't feel it's her place. Uh, probably would have very discreetly during a keep talking, just quietly exited the room and started helping the other horses. That thing. Oh, yep. All right. This is not my conversation. So uh, you help order gather the horses. Yeah. And. Um, Selena, um, she assembles the magic circle, and she's got like one more stroke to go, and she says, "This is it." The arcane boys are there, and then uh, Narte goes, and he's feeling good enough. He goes and hugs you guys, every one of you, with like kind of a sloppy hug. Oh, sloppy hug. Big old squeeze hug right there, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm gonna go up to Kinaris and um, I'm gonna give him a hug. And be like, we're, we're gonna miss you guys. And um, he hugs you like a little bit longer than is strictly necessary. Um, <laughs> you're right. Like, go now. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I was about to say, this is nice. Thank you. <laughs> this, this, he's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're good at hugs. Um, yeah. So if you're ever in the, the kingdom, hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah. I mean, the the empire. And uh, Narte says, I'll contact you guys if I get a hold of uh, Delana. I'm sure, you guys want to know. Again, yeah. seriously, like, thanks for everything you did. You bailed us out when you honestly didn't need to. And, um, Canaris will, like, offer hugs to those who want it. Various will shake everyone's hands. Yeah, I would try to go in for a hug to Canaris, but <laughs> I would imagine that, like... Roll to hug! Roll to hug! How are you doing it? Because like, he's just shaking your hand, or do you just, like... Avoid, dodge it and, like, try to hug him? Like, it's a collaborative it's, effort. Ellie's, like... Distracting with the with the handshake, sees me behind, hug him, and then just I gather the both of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm I'm basically like not going like the full like hundred percent. I'm going like fifty and expecting them to meet me halfway. And I'm like, oh, 
And you see the hand coming closer. And then that's when Kiara goes from He's not a big boy. He's he's a medium boy. He's a medium boy. Like he's he's like he's like a, a speedy boy. There we go. He's a speedy boy. And, uh, he's a Dexy boy. He's a Dexy boy. Yeah. Dexy boy. Yeah. 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 One. I do thank Ben for telling me uh, the heads up about the bonfire in the sky and that he was full of bonfire for a, for a minute before I saw myself. <laughs> he, 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 he laughs and, and, and like flashes on the back. He's like, yeah, anytime I'll tell you about bonfires in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm gonna miss you guys. I think of you as, I think of you as my friends with Kenny. <laughs> and then, um, feelings mutual. Aw. Furious comes over to Lona and just hands you this vial with like a note and then like backs away. <laughs> the note says, once my life was in your hands, now your life is in your hands. This is a ver- virulent poison if you ingest it the death will be quick and painless I would say I hope but I'm not a man of hope I'm a man of preparation should you endanger your friends this will stop you this was serious? Yep. yeah okay I was like she does kind of understand she like kind of just a nod like like, party. like steps back oh. dang yeah like <laughs> she's not going to show the no. no. yeah. yeah. I'm all about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Should I, like, later on in the campaign decide to repurpose this poison? How effective will it be? It, it still will be that effective. Okay. Various as good as poisons. And Saliana then bends down and finishes the, the mark. The, uh, Arcanic circle blues with bright pink because that's her magic color and she's get in everyone and so you guys go all jump in including the horses even you know or like Panther Pan and rock and roll they blinded the horses after a while because they were just like not having it <laughs> like and so they anyway you guys come uh, for a brief moment you feel the ground beneath you fall and they come and meet you kind of like jumping in an elevator. What do the horses feel about? Uh, the horses don't, they don't like it. They're like, where? You know, it's just like, hey, it's okay. I'm going to talk to the horse. Like, it's okay, it's okay. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I know it's kind of bright, but it's okay. We're just going to a new place. How are you feeling? So, uh, the. Talking like a, like a dad trying to talk to their angsty son. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm starting to win And then, uh, you guys are in a room with, uh, it's an elegant circular room. You look around to see it's tastefully decorated. Um, the floor is smooth and the walls have tapestries on them. Celiana heaves a sigh and then, um, opens the, the door and uh, while you're, she says, welcome to the Rowanwood Estates. 
she um, says, "Come on, bring the horses." And um, while you're while you're walking, you see the door at the end of the hallway open. And um, those of you who know Hef, you see him poke his head out, and he got a haircut. Still looks very dashing. She's gonna remember like the um, the poem. You have this is the first time you've met Hef. And he's oh, the, be like on in the way that he was like, he's he's like a handsome dad. Yeah, he's oh, a handsome okay. dad. Um he has dark skin. This is the first sun elf you've seen, Kiara. So he um he's he's boring to you. Um, like dark brown skin. Yeah, dark brown skin. Like, there's supposed to be, like, kind of, like, ancient Egyptian aesthetic going on. Oh. Um, and then he's got, like, Sorry. long elf ears and black hair. I think his eyes are green. So um, black hair thoughts, bro. And then he, uh, and, and he just, typically he wears, like, a loose, like, linen sort of, um, it's like a long tunic with, like, loose pants. Or sometimes he wears, like, um, Basically a skirt because that's what Egyptians wore and that's what some elves wear. But today, nice frills. Yeah, today he's wearing that and like loose sandals, no jewelry, not not really his thing. Um, okay, and he says, "Oh, Sally, you're here." You're, and he he looks around with both the cousins and and the horses are back. <laughs> Good. All right. I was running out of excuses for Ariadne. <laughs> she kept asking where they were. I was afraid they died. You <laughs> like this relief on him is just intense. They can only go for grocery so many times. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's just like, yeah, I used that excuse. <laughs> yeah, the horses are going for groceries. Groceries. They're uh, lost. They're uh, they're on a trip. They're coming back. They went to the vet. Um, I'm so glad you're back. <clears throat> and he he looks at Kiara and says, "Hi, my name is Heath." Kiara. Nice to meet you. I am Celiana's husband. And oh, oh, oh and he goes and greets Aravan and then Celiana looks around. She says, Heth, where is Humphrey? We have a butler for a reason. Like <laughs> why is he not doing his job implied? Oh, I gave him the day off. She sort of calculates like he never asks for days off. <laughs> What's going on? What excuse are you coming up with? It's like, well, I know. It's irregular, but we can manage without him. And I'm certain we can manage without him. He's just worked for me for 20 years and never asked for a day off, so. Irregular, like horses going for groceries irregular? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> is this an excuse? Or? And you see like, Heath, Heath kind of leans over and says, I think he got a date with the librarian. Wait, hold on, I didn't hear that. So um, their butler got a date with the librarian. And and Heth gave him the day off, just oh. just so that's cute. And like, um, one of you met the librarian like really briefly. I think it was like Luna. Met Luscious Wind Towel. I remember him. Oh yeah, Luscious Wind Towel. Mm-hmm. Luscious Wind Towel with the with the muffins. Muffins, yeah. <laughs> is that the name? His no, name is that- Lucius Windowl. <laughs> it just ev- <laughs> devolved to Luscious Windowl. I love it. And, um, so, I mean, while we're here, we should at least pay Jupa a visit. Yes, absolutely. I just need a brother. Sure. Would you like to meet a Minotaur? <laughs> <laughs> like, looks at you. 
like on the tapestry or in a book? In what person. Like in real life. Large ivories. Sure. Oh, already seen a they're, blind they're really nice and they have great cooking. Right, yeah. right. Excellent. Sounds great. <laughs> Ellie, does not, Ellie doesn't sense this, but any other adult in the room might sense that she might be putting on because, oh, well, if you believe it, then obviously it must be true. Yes, I love to go see the flaming lights in the sky. Horror stereos. Yeah. Great. No, no idea. No idea at all. Yeah, yeah. Great! Yay! <laughs> uh, Good. Celiana <laughs> so, uh, says, "Order, order. Will you take the horses to the stables?" And he's just an order, kind of like slightly just leans against the wall, and he's like, "Don't you have servants for that?" And Celiana so, looks at him and is <laughs> like, "Here the And then she like turns to him and says, "Excuse me, do you remember the astronomical bale I put up for you?" And he's just like, "Right, <laughs> right horses. Okay." Um, Aravan, you want to come with me? And Aravan's just like, uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be here for a while. So the, the brothers go off. Um, and then um, you guys come to the, the entryway. Celiana uh, calls for the maid and she comes and um, she's this. Hey, is it possible for Kayathi to go and follow Aravan and. Order. Yeah. Yeah. You otherwise known as the Best Bros Brigade? Best Bros. Yeah, we're oh, the Best, best Bros Brigade. Yeah. Hop over there. Hey, one boy band for a new one. <laughs> best yeah. Bros Brigade. Yeah. And they're actual brothers. Oh, what the heck? What? what? Best Bros Brigade. Alright, so Candy's gonna, she's gonna say, like, I'm gonna go with them too, just to help out. So she's gonna go wander over them. Okay, she goes with them. Okay, I mean, you can meet us at Jula's if you. That's okay with you guys. Before we head off to the to the golden box. Well, and let's um, Mistilda, the the maid. She's just this like little half elf pixie cut. Uh, um, show them to their rooms really quickly just before they go. Um, what does she look like? Do you do you want to choose how she looks like? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> she she's a half elf. She, um, she has a round face. She's, um, like, tan from the sense that she's been out, like, side in the sun a lot. Um, not necessarily that she was born with dark skin. Uh, and she has... She has blue eyes. And, uh, short, short pixie-cut brown hair. And then has, um... A, a uniform on, I like it's basically a maid outfit, um, but like a variant that would be appropriate to this time and era. <laughs> I don't know that I've said it yet. <laughs> and uh, she says, "Oh yes, right away. It's just um, up these stairs and to the right." <sighs> and Celiana uh, says, "Good, I need a soak." And probably a lot of paperwork to do, so she kind of like opens. You see her just open this door to this. Um, you assume it's her like living quarters, and um, she goes to the door. And the maid says, uh, "Well, um, it, 
the house is very nice, and uh, well, these are the we have the cashmere suite, the Regicilla room, and the Rose Quarter. And um, I guess the pair of you have to share because we have another guest with us. Um, but don't worry about him, he's usually pretty um, reserved. And then she's like, I don't know where he is right now, else I would show you him. And in another part of the house. Is it a dog or, <laughs> <laughs> or a cat? It's a cat. <laughs> we have Callie and Philip. It's just a giant bird. It's, we don't know like, what kind of bird it is. It's just got a lot of feathers. And it's great sometimes. <laughs> well, he's he's not a dog. He's um, he's a drow, and he's a classmate of Lady Celiana's. And in the distance, you hear Windhelm, get out of my bathtub! <laughs> but it's the biggest one. You have your own bathtub. <laughs> And then there's like this series of like fumbling and scrambling and the door like like pounds open and you see Celiana pulling um Lucius Windhowl in a towel by the ear. <laughs> a luscious wind towel? It's it's a pretty luscious towel, you know. It's yeah. a textile like you know, Celiana. Like yeah, it's super soft. He's like covered. He's still like soapy and wet, and he's like, "But I do my best work in the bathtub." And she's like, "I don't care. Have to use your own." <laughs> Slams the door. Lewis <laughs> is like, "Didn't you have a? How? Where is? Have you been staying here the whole time?" No, of course not. Something in your housing? All right. I mean, I did. I did own my own house. Yes. But, and then um, he looks over at Kiara. And I was looking at him, like. You see the wheels turn. Kiara, you're like, this guy looks familiar. Why are some ass? This guy kind of looks like your dad. But he's not your dad. Is this? Is this? Uncocious. <laughs> is this Uncle Rian? Uncle Rian? What's happening? <laughs> There's this long pause as like Lucius just kind of like puts Luna aside and he looks at Kiara. Kiara? Luna? What the heck? That's not. A Korean. <laughs> what are you doing here? And then he's just like, he almost like steps out and he's like, oh, towel. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does that and fully armored and you know, Everybody, as he's catches towel, oh, you're strong. I mean, you see him like kind of like weakly, like pat you as you like crunch his arms together. You're very strong. Yeah, I'm getting cold armor here. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Um, we have a lot to catch up. We have a lot to catch up on. Um, can I get dressed first? I'm gonna get changed. Um, yes. And then he. Family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what's going on here? Also, I love the idea that Lucius is just trapped in his own world with its own thoughts and cannot even notice that Luna has like black lines all over her face. Yeah. Pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he kind of is like that. And then, like, he'll come up later. So, like, a few minutes later, he comes back. He's, he's clothed. The um the shirt's like wrinkled with like in the, and he's got trousers on and. 
sits down. The muffin crumbs down his shirt. Yeah, like he like you know brushes some muffin crumbs off. Um, it, it's a running joke that he likes muffins. So, um, and you, I, you know, from childhood, you'd probably remember that. You know, kind of. Um, he has a thing for sweets, but there's not really many sweets here, so I don't really know where he got that from. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, <laughs> no. <laughs> So, um, he, uh, he, he comes oh. over, yeah, he, he, he comes back, uh, she does turn to, uh, Ellie, and it's like, I'll, we'll see your minotaur in a bit. You mind, yeah. uh, catch up for just a moment before we head off on our way? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Right, right. <laughs> this is your minotaur. You don't notice the inflection. Yeah, but your minotaur. Your minotaur. I mean, but when he comes back, she's just like. Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Mike. Yeah, yeah. If I for freedom once more. Yeah, I fought for freedom once more. Okay. Yay. Yeah. So, um. That's what that was there. He just sits down. She goes, oh, I don't know where to begin. Like his accent starts to come back and he's talking to you in undercommon. <laughs> and he, he just sort of like stands by and he's like, look at you. And you, you look like Sally, your mother, and you got your father's eyes. And, <laughs> what are you doing out here? What? You're getting top side? <laughs> Uh, here's spell my throat tight, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kind of like, uh, you know, like elbows you, and he's like, oh, it's not so bad up here. They want to think, it's, they want to tell you it's way worse than it actually is. It's just so bright. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. He gives you like this little box. It has nothing. <laughs> um, like, he kind of like, oh, like, oh, what a confection. Didn't know where school code yet. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll say that he like brings out like this little like wrapped like muffin. He's like, oh wait, that's not. And then he brings out another box. <laughs> it's fine. Right. Take this. <laughs> right thing. Um, and uh, the little box. And uh, inside, you see these goggles that have uh, like this blue glass tinted, uh, blue tinted glass in it. <laughs> so that'll let you see outside. And he um, like kind of he pulls out his own that are like in his pocket. He puts them back in. He's like, "Give me them up here." It's like uh, these are uh, these were meant for your dog, but they're too small for a big head. So it's good for you to have them. So you're like that strange touch, yeah. It's just like trying to get on. And it's just like, well. Uh, Here and there, not a toy. It's just you know, Rebecca and I disagree on about everything. So I'm more of just getting you know an occasional letter like once a year, maybe. And I move around a lot. Last I heard, he's uh, south side on the, the southern continent, trying to um, you know make a safe haven over there. There's a there's a Basically, a confederacy of free states down there that are uh, 
That's who's currently warring with the Sun Elves. It's these confederates, confederacy of like clans and states. Um, and they, um, they war for a long time, but you know, it's been off and on, off and on, and that's nothing new to grouse. And you know, it's just trying to get a nice setup there for people to feel safe in. And then we're saying safe for him right now, that cold, yeah? Cold, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I think he's okay. That's um, already alive. Uh, well, that's a good news. <laughs> yeah. And I, um, I don't know much more than that. I keep busy over here by uh, doing contracts to. <laughs> well, uh, he explains that he does deep contracted like demon hunting, basically. Um, and then he tells everyone that uh, well, uh, what happened was. There was this, you know, uh, you guys, when you guys went to help out Acer and Saya, um, you guys found this demon portal. Um, and he, Acer and Saya, yeah, Acer and Saya were Lucius's apprentices. Mm-hmm. Um, they became um, guild members of the Silver Ravens, which is the like, demon hunting guild. Lucius is not in the guild because he um, doesn't want, he doesn't like ties. Like, he doesn't like structuring. He's like, he likes being a freelancer. That's basically what he came from. Having Lucius to anything means you're signing yourself up. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> he's just like, no. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, Kiara makes it one of one of our just like, Oh, I can't see why he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I hear they have pretty good benefits, but... <laughs> anyway, what happened was, um, you see, the, the distillery that the demons were in, it's owned by the glass and goes, big, big money family over here. They didn't like all this bad publicity for their distillery, basically. They tried to shut it down, keep a lid on it. Obviously, didn't let that happen. Uh, I sent my apprentices in, and then I blew the whistle, because uh, if I went in, I, um, if they went in, they'd only be trespassing. If I went in, they'd be all for me. But um, not that it mattered much in the end. They looked for a scapegoat, and they used me. So I um, went into hiding, and called on an old friend, he like looks up to the stairs. Um, we went to the academy together, Star Seekers. It's like basically how it's being done together. Well, that's where this comes from. Well, it comes from a friend that I made at the Arcane, at the Star Seeker Academy, um, as a joke actually, because um, I had a friend there named Arceus, and he, he, he just made up the name on the spot for. I don't remember even, but um, when I came topside, I didn't want nothing to do with my family. I wanted to change everything, so I just choose Lurch's point out outside the pool. It's not. Some of my students only win Um I did some teaching for a while at the, the 
She was a professor at the Academy of Magic and Science in Dundrick, and he taught throughout history and the I can't imagine who would. I mean, what's a wind towel? That doesn't make I any sense. I don't know either. I'm not sure where it came from. You never get luscious? Well, I like to think my hair is pretty luscious, but... Okay, no. <laughs> so, um... What was more than a professor than a confectionary? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is where we've been. Oh, speaking of which... Demons. Oh. Um, got a pretty bad news. I think they're somewhere in the city again. No. They're, uh... <laughs> I think they were coming in from, uh... The west? From the hills. And so um, Aesir and Saya took uh, some, some, I don't know, basically ruffians, goes, uh, a group that's led by this dwarf named Roa, comes over and um, led him back to the hills. They're investigating over there, but I think they're already in here. They're too far out to come back in. And uh, this, I think, I think they got um, people on the inside already. The underground markets talking about, um, you know, some big rigs trying to get these uh, artifacts. And I think it made bad news. The, uh, because they're trying to find, uh, trying to find a chalice from the, there, uh, let me get that to, I wrote that dialogue for them. Oh yeah. Okay, so um I went to Hyden. Um I think they're already in the city. The underground market has been buzzing with them. They're trying to locate the objects, um some sort of challenge. Ishidon's chalice. They had wavering shown and the tears of death. We gotta find them before they do. And there were two of them are one on display at the gala, the new museum. It's an artifact value in the uh, yeah, historical sense. The snag is that it's literally a showpiece. So you'll need a snag in a little pretty little room with lots of people. You also need things for gala, but uh, you know, silly, I don't like the other one. Yeah, yeah, we have a pony for a rat. That too! That works. Yeah, however you get it, I don't care. Um, well, I, I don't know if we can we can do this. I mean, we we don't know how serious your condition is. We we, we need to find a cure right. for you. I feel like she kind of looks down. She sees that like her nails are starting to like get a little longer, pointier. Yeah, and she looks <laughs> She's just in here like we spent like how long of an evening together? Like six hours at least. <laughs> I like the next I like morning, the new look you have going on. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that sounds. It's not that way. But... <laughs> um, all right, but you know I'll um I don't know what's up my head. 
but I can ask around. Um, I know that I don't know any um, Golden Hawks personally, but I know people who know Golden Hawks, so I'll have to ask around. I know, um, but uh, I can't ignore the Steven problem either. So I guess we know. Just look for a go. What do we need to kill? Well, you gotta go. Um, well, you have two choices. You can go to Gala or you can go to. Um, you go to the Black uh, Chief Grid Island. It's there's an underground fighting arena under there. Word on the street is that the tears are undeath of the prize here. Cool, we can go. Um, steal it, win it. Uh, and then uh, there's a gala. I don't know what the third one is, still got to figure it out on house. Those are your choices, and uh, I'll get around to asking around. I mean, I gotta ask around about the show anyway, so. I can ask about the Golden Hawks too, and check back and down. Oh yeah, I can find it. Yep. Well, we're taking care of her. Yep. Great. Are we agreeing? Well, I, I mean, I guess if we're, if we have to wait, then... Yeah. I so guess if we have to wait until that's done, for him to give us any information, we might as well just do it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I guess we're pretty proficient in killing demons now. We've killed a few. I feel like. I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> well, I feel like we're a lot more qualified than other people, so I guess we, we should do this. Oh, okay. 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 Well, with that, I definitely need the help now because we're uh, to normally take care of it or else uh, the city looking for the problem which is actually here. So. Okay, so it's okay, all right, yep, it's a good thing we tapped in. Well, I'll get straight to it then. And he puts his goggles on. Um, you see him put, put on uh, the shawl or put the thing to cover up and he uh, slips out the back door. If you guys have any questions for him, I'll keep going. Probably before you leave until her place starts getting an issue, looks like she has something she wants to like say or talk to about, but then like she sort of becomes, remembers the others in the room and so she's just like, oh, right. Till next time. Uh, he, he, he didn't catch that you like wanted to say something, so he's like, no. I'm going to try to do it later, All right, so we have the chalice at the gala, right? Yeah. At the gala, and yeah. then we have the tears of undead from the in the under. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, the it's called the uh, you can call it, just call it like the undertow. The island, the island is called the undertow. Uh, Kara looked at everyone uh, after the whole thing. I 
She's a little awkward. Well, depends on if we would have been able to move forward anyway. If we would have been stuck anyway, then at least we're going somewhere, right? Yeah, and I mean, you found some family. I mean, that's a that's a good start for you. Um, so how do we want to go about this? Do we want to split up? I mean, yeah, I, I can be pretty sneaky with majoritic magic. Um, let's pause for a second and go to Fancy and Aragon in order. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah! Because I haven't been here the whole time. Yeah, she hasn't. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, like... <laughs> Order just sort of like throws the reins at Airbend, kind of like, yeah, yep. Okay, usually I am a horse, so this is different. Lead by example, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, sure, yeah, order is it. I guess we'll lead by example then. Sees the stable boy and uh, talks to him for a little bit. And you guys, yeah, Candy, you're there with Aravan. Yeah, Candy wants to talk to Aravan about Julia. Okay, <laughs> he's just watching the horses right now. Yeah. Okay. So Candy is going to go ahead and tell you. So because as a new participant, you remember how we were the three of chat and she saw his ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to let Aravind know that that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't worry, Karina. Don't worry, your country is torturing your father. <laughs> yeah, you're at like, like, the right table right now, and like, you kind of look at her. Aravind likes to just like, reopen it to me right now. <laughs> 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 That's how I'm going to do. <laughs> 
That's great for you. Um, well, the thing is, she allowed me to see the other side for a time, and I wasn't able to speak to her, but I did see the children on the other side. Is she okay? Are you sure? From what I understand, he is doing exactly what she wants to do. Um, so, I believe that that's where she at. Sister, you ready? I will do 
Well, Terrier is important to me in that way, so I will do it again. Yeah, I will do it. And he like puts out his hand to shake. He takes the hand. He's a nice first. Yeah. He does it. Magic order comes over. What's going on? Date Frank. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so date night, huh? So what's going on? Time and then, like, they just go off. 
I think we got the location of the third one, right? Yeah, Yeah. Well, the, you, can do, the, you can do the, um, like, battle arena thing, or you need to go. I mean, the, um, the Tears of Undeath seem pretty straightforward. We just have to, we just have to win. I mean, we could also just steal them, because, like, only one person can win. There's probably going to be a lot of people trying. Well, then, we have insurance. Yeah. Can we just go either to that place first? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so he told to. I don't know if that's what the paragraph should call the winner. <laughs> 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 I want to talk about that. Yes. Oh man, I miss these Dwarven banjos. Yeah. This is the Foggy Mountain. I'm pretty sure it's called that. It's so weird being back in Gundry. So you guys are out back. In Gendrake. Cat Cafe time. Um, there is the Cat Cafe. There is the Cat Cafe. Uh, there is Lily's Coven, which is the Cat Cafe. Um, you uh, walk around, see the sights. Um, Kiara, now you can enjoy this full view. So basically, Gendrake is a dwarven city. It has, it's a trade, it's a major, major trade port. And uh, to move the goods around, they use canals throughout the city to like transport goods from warehouses to ships. So you see, it's like Venice in a way, but like more commercialized because they like use it to move stuff and to move people. And um, so people are going up and going. There's a lot of foot traffic too. Um, most of the roads are pretty much all the roads are paved with um, like blocks of stone. And even the canals are lined with stone. And then out in um, the distance, you can see the ocean. Have you ever seen an ocean? No. No, she has not. And she is just staring at the endless blue, kind of like, you wasn't lying. 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 And, um, you 
guys were told that um, you should go to the warehouse district to um, find passage to Undertow, which is the island off the shore, not too far. Um, and you, you get to the warehouse district. You're actually familiar with it because that's where Jupa lives. Oh. She lives in the warehouse district because she actually bought an old barracks and renovated it to be your house because um, that was the only thing like big enough to actually house Minotaurs. So that's why she and her family like Would we want to just stop by their place since we're here? Because like we do... Your best heart, right? Yes, because like we still have the the shells that they that they really wanted. Yeah, so uh, you go. Well, I'll say that you guys easily enough find find the house. It's the you remember the wooden door? It has mm-hmm. this like. For some reason, I always envisioned it having like um like being this worn door with like a distinct like carving in it, and then like a bell or something. Just like. And, and you open the door, and you wait, and no one's home. No. Oh. It's the middle of the day. You know they all work. You're like, okay. But, um, so you you uh, step away and walk back into the market, um, and then you... Okay, back to work. <laughs> yeah, but what you do see, and you see in the distance you think you actually see Jupa because she's like a, she's really tall. She's she's got like a some kind of hood on for some reason. Um, do you go What's after? It? So really quick, there's a shell. The shell was for the husband, right? Or was yeah. it for the Jupa? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, we can go and say hi. Okay. Um. So you. You go after her. You see her like across the um, busy market street, basically. And she, as you approach, it looks like she's trying to be kind of like shifty and not be seen, but like hard because she's like a giant minotaur and escaped doors. Hi, Juba! And she's just like, oh. <laughs> And she's like, who's calling me? Down here. Oh. Oh, I'm sure. Like, after the door's like, oh, it's okay, we'll see you around by that far another day. And then, like, you run off, you go to the church, and I follow you. I really gotta start listening to these elves when they say things. <laughs> 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 oh, right, thank God, start believing people. Yeah, so, Jupa has gray fur. Uh, she's with a white muzzle, but she's older, like, in the equivalent of, like, human 50s. She has this, like, mane on her back with like lots of thick braids and like beads and um she has Aww. her trusty broom with her you got a torn friend yeah you guys have torn friend she's like oh you're back so good to see you and then she gives you guys like a like this big hug <laughs> picks you up off the ground because you're big and and then she says oh i don't believe i've met you my name is jupa it's nice to meet you. Yeah, like her giant hand, it's warm and fuzzy, it just like envelops yours and gives you a firm shake. And um, she says, oh, 
why don't you come back to my place? We can put out a spot of tea, and I think I just made some cookies. And she she sees Luna, and she's like, oh my goodness, Luna, what happened to you? Uh, it's a long story, she has to keep her hood on. She's like, um, yes, it's a long story. Like, she probably sees, like, the claws. Why? <laughs> she kind of, like... After problems. Pulls you, pulls you close. So sorry, honey. Let's get you back inside. Kara's um, <laughs> just staring. Like, big cow. Big cow, yeah. So she brings you back to her house, and um, inside there is, um, if I remember correctly, they actually have a sort of uh, subterranean house where, like, you step in and then. The meeting area is a step down, and it has like seating in the in like the ground, and there's like fire pit. And then off to the side, there's a kitchen and like dwelling areas. And so like she um she lets you guys in. You guys sit down wherever she puts on some tea and brings up brings her some cookies. What was you doing? In, what are you doing in in country? It's nice to have you back. In, Oh, I suppose just... We're going to the Leicester Kingdom, but right now we need to help out some other people first before we can get help. We're hunting more demons. All that. I thought we had the last two hours. Zila Juba just like stress eating a cookie. Probably got rid of those things. I thought I was getting my weird time. It's just you take these cookies and we eat them all. What's your best husband's? Nigapo. Nigapo. All that. I thought we had the masterminds. Did you just like stress eating a cookie? Probably got rid of those things. I thought I was getting my weird time. It's just you take these cookies and we get them all. What was your best husband's? Then you got the you got the. Yes, they're um. Kira has been like this one is real. The ocean's real. The vampire's real. There's just you know, these that. This cookie's real. Takes more. So what are you trying to do? Well, we we get the Well, um. If I can be of assistance, I would I would help, but I um Well feel free to stay here. I can um we know you're welcome here anytime. Do you know anything about the silver ravens? I was told they're around here. Well, I know that we have some in the area, but I don't know exactly who they are. Um, you know, uh, you could try, um, 
she looks around and um, she kind of like goes over, you know, I know a place that you might find them. It's a bit of a seedy dive though. Um, she kind of, she goes over the door, she goes to the door and kind of looks around and shuts it and bolts it, sits back down. Um, don't tell Nagapo this, but, um, I, uh, go down to, um, the, um, undertow. And they, um, I'm in a fight club. <laughs> we are not supposed to talk about that. Why are you telling us? <laughs> You're in a what? <laughs> um, I'm in a brawling club. And um, we uh, beat each other up. And I make a lot of coin from it. So, That's fair. Um, and I really want their time to go to college. So I, Aww. that's what I do. I can take care of her. Oh, the, we need to, um, there's something that we need to get there that's, um, for Lucius at least, that can be one. Oh, um, the tears of something? The tears of the, I want to say the tears, tears of the two moons because yeah. of ESO, but. <laughs> tears of the undead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, that's, um, yeah, that's being offered in the group combat rate, um, rate. Oh, it's a group combat. So how many can participate? Um, you can have a group of three to five. Oh. Well, that's perfect. Join us. Join us. Well, make a persuasion check. I feel like Luna is like, while she probably would be like itching for a fight, she probably logically is just like, maybe I shouldn't. If I could, like, get, wolf out and Can I assist at all with the, the persuasion? Uh, I got a 17 plus 2. Oh, probably. Okay. That's a 19. Probably got it. Luna, think I, I should give you a werewolf roll. Got it. Your heart's full of hope, my mouth's full of cookies. <laughs> That's just the caraway. Yeah, that was just cookies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, with that roll, Juba just says, Well, all right. <laughs> Put my arm, I'll, I'll join you. I mean, I don't know how. I'm a crazy fighter. It's just me and my broom and some songs that I know, but I can lend you a hand. Excellent, Karasa, let me Will Nagapo be coming home soon? Or how how long is he gonna be working for? Well, Nagapo works the docks, so he's usually back home around evening. Oh great. So we'll be able to see him then. And I like lean in and like whisper and I'm like, I got a gift for him. Okay, um, Here, go over to the There's like any options right now in a second. And I keep drawing all over the table. What's four? Four! Okay, Luna, you just feel this deep, indescribable desire to dig a hole. Hole on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> or just using my and just like. Yeah, like you're at the table and like you just kind of like scratch at the table. Uh huh. You know? It's like Callie when she bats at something. Yeah, and like you actually kind of like. 
like wedge a groove into it just by like sheer force of like your fingernail. <laughs> You're like, oops. <laughs> Gingerly raises the plate of cookies. Um, Luna, are you? Oh. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> hmm. This is some really soft wood, Mike. Yeah, soft for her. Do you? Do there's sand outside? There's sand. Yes, this gets up the beach. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, uh. Yeah, Luna just books it towards the beach. So we're, <laughs> I guess we're sidetracking to the beach. You know, yeah. the fight somewhere just slightly. Well, the fighting doesn't start for another few hours. We can, you know, we can spend some time on the beach if you want. Plenty of time to dig a hole. Plenty of time to dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess you could see the ocean up close. Thank you are for a moment. There's like an eternity of <laughs> beer. Like, passes through her soul. She eats the Taking the cookies, you're going to the beach. It's really her her house is really close to the ocean. It's like okay, you like step onto the beach. You're there. I was worried that Luna must have sprinted into town. No, it's it's like right into traffic. It's basically like Juba's house, beach. Like it's basically beachfront property. Um, it's just like kind of an ugly house because it's a barracks, so like it's not super desirable. Um, Whoever decided to make a barracks on the ocean must have really cared about it, guys. <laughs> I can relate. And um, yeah, so Luna, you dig your hole. Yeah, I start digging my hole. I get pretty deep. Like if, if I have hours, like she's gonna like make a really big one to do the beach. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I imagine like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we like walk up to the beach and just see you digging. It's like, whoa, you made a lot of progress. That's a nice. I know. Yeah. That's Luna, you're very excited for this hole, and then like you, you, you want to like bury something in it, but you're yeah. not sure. Ellie, why. Ellie, get over here. I think you'll fit in the hole. Yeah. Sure, it's a hole. Oh wow! It's like what is? What? And she like realizes it is harder than soot. It is grainier than mud, and it's harder. excited because she's been like super down this entire time. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get into the hole. Um, okay. Get no, no, stay still. Cool. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so soon you are just two little heads on a beach. So she's like proud of herself. Like, having the sand in her hands, standing with Jupa, they're like, they're very spirited. Yeah. I can tell. So, and Kathy wants to talk to Jupa about the Fight Me Club thing. Sure, Fight Club. Sure, yeah, Fight Club. You're not supposed to talk about it. She, she basically drops the sand onto the ground, like, I don't need that. Um, and it's like, this is like, this is what I hand to Jupa. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he had sand in my hands. I was like, this is no, 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 I wanted to touch the sand, but it's like, what, what? No, hold on, my hands need to be free. What is this? Okay, well, then she's still in with the plate of cookies, I guess. Um, <laughs> 
Do you nibble on one? No, Kiara, now that you've been under the sand, you're gonna have that there for a while. It's coarse and rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's getting that sense of, oh, oh, it sticks to everything too. Um, okay, so, so, kind of a little bit too fun, you're like, how long have you been working with the martial arts club? Whatever you called it. Oh, the brawling club. Um, oh, she looks back, a couple of months. You know, um, there's been an influx of immigrants from, uh, from the islands. So um, a lot of the lower wage jobs have been, been taken. Um, so I've had to look for other ways to um, get some money. I don't want wear tan to have to go <laughs> work at the theater forever as a stagehand and I want my husband to retire. He's old. Um, I mean, he could, he does, he's a captain, he's trained for that, but he's just, he's just getting old. We all get old. Sounds like you feel stuck in this then. Do you enjoy it, the rolling club? You know, I, I do, it's, it's, um, I don't know, it just makes me feel kind of alive, like... I understand how you feel. You know, it's... I, I just joined my monastery. I felt so lost, but once I started to learn more of the routines and the... What are they called? I don't know. Listen, Kristen, me, it's super flappy. I don't really understand your terminology of anything. That's horrible. I don't but... What butt. What butt, yes. Sorry, I said something else. Um... Oh. Something <laughs> else. Um... Yeah, so Carrie wants to talk shop, I guess, with Juba. Yeah, she'll talk shop, she'll explain yes. to she'll like, I don't know, just, Juba likes it because of the, um, there's kind of like an unspoken agreement in the Brawler's Guild to, like, accept everyone who's there. Because you're all there to, like, be equal people and to beat each other up and, like, you know, like, acknowledge that you, like, have feelings that you're trying to, like, get out through punching people, kind of. And nothing's personal. Yeah, and nothing's personal, and this is just, like, and then on top of that, like, after you, like, kind of get past, like, just blowing out steam stage, they go into, like, actual, like, training and, like, getting better, and then people, like, find kind of, like, this purpose in it, and, um, that, the athleticism and the, like, improvement and she likes it, she, and she's just like, I don't think my husband would really like me going and fighting. He worries, you know. Um, and I don't want to do real weird time to do that. She's got... I do... Hey, it's, a, it's kind of my dirty little secret, but, um... It helps, and in some ways... Well, I'm glad for that. I'm interested in how you fight. I feel like if the, if the ideas are to go there as a team, we should figure out a strategy somehow. Oh, well, um, how bad that way you do? I'm, I'm good with a broom or a staff. I, um, I know a little bit of bard arts. Um, 
and I'm really strong. So I'm I'm pretty versatile. You can put me. I can be some more support. I can just go up and whack things. Um, Going up and whacking things is very satisfying. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, so nice. Did you just wander over? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the other two in the sand. Wait, wait. You gotta take us up. Okay. Are you ready to go to the, the arena? See, but. Have you feel like you should be going to the arena? Huh? Yeah. Well, I'm just asking you as players if you want to go on. Oh, as players. Yeah. Okay. It's just kind of like. I want to, but I shouldn't because I'll just bite people, and that will look really bad <laughs> if I bite people as a wolf. Sorry, I didn't hear anything that you said. Oh, yeah, she's like, she kind of, Linda kind of wants to fight, but at the same time, it's like she knows that, like, with the werewolf stuff, it's like she doesn't want to make that public, and then biting people as a werewolf does not look good. Even if yeah. nobody's turned yet, it just... <laughs> I'm not gonna like that. It's gonna be like rabies where they have to come, come chop off your head and then give the other person a vaccine. Yeah. We'll keep you on retainer. Yeah. We already took you on your walk, so hopefully <laughs> you know your energy out. Alright, we're gonna say we should go. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do the undertow. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so. We're gonna go on a walk to the undertow. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go on a walk. Yeah. So you guys. We're gonna go on a walk. Yeah. So you you guys dig out. I start running. Kiara and Ellie. Like Luna forgets. Luna, <laughs> you start walking. Juba says, um, "We need to get your friends first. And Juba kind of is like, "Yeah." Oh. As, <laughs> as they're like walking away, all night. It's okay. I'll get my friends help. Sifo, can you get us out? No, you, see, you see him come out, and like only you see him, and he like flutters in front of you? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, like, your staff was stuck into the ground, mm-hmm. um, and then just um, one of them goes over to the top and just drew crap. Ah, oh, come on! <laughs> 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 so yeah, now you just smell farts. Yeah, you just smell, you know, farts. <laughs> I swear it's stuck. not me! <laughs> you want to be able to smell it anyway, it's underground. <laughs> yeah, so Juba pulls you out of the heat and, oh, yeah. you know, puts you back on the ground. Um, sand is everywhere, because that's what sand oh. does. Oh. I hate the sand. <laughs> She's just trying to flip it like oh. <laughs> It's everywhere, yeah, you shake, you find more. Yeah, my hair looks like, you know, when you see seaweed on like the beach. Yeah. And it just has grains <laughs> of sand everywhere. Yeah, that's what my hair looks like. Oh. And um, there's uh, probably like a little like washing station if you guys really want to try it. Or just run into the ocean, get water. Yeah, that'll help. There is, I mean, you could also just hop into the canal if you really wanted to be clean. Kayanthi also has prestidigitation. Oh, yeah. Really? If she loves you, she'll help you. Yeah. And I hate sand, so I'll love you because of it. <laughs> yeah, so Kayanthi, you just help. 
Gaston. Okay, kids, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm sure I thought about the water for a good minute, but then it's like all the dicks. Which I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Jupa, um, she, she leads you through some alleyways, um, and then uh, you see her look over her shoulder. All right, as long as we're not being followed, we should be okay. And um, <laughs> you guys come to this sort of like secluded like dock that's tucked behind these rocks, and there's a, a ferryman, and he looks at you guys. Uh, <sighs> He's got. You know, it's like the shadiest looking dude ever, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you guys, he's a... Does he have, like, a pedo stash? Yeah, he's got, like, a pedo stash. He's, like, missing teeth. And he's got, like, like one eye that's, like, kind of, like, screwing off to the side. And he's hunched back, and he's just, like... Oh, jeez. Seven silver to cross. Uh... Silver it is. Thank you. You see him, like... He has like his hands like kind of gnarled, and you see him open his cloak, and all these like flies come out of his. Oh my gosh! This guy is a mess. By a sundial, and he like puts it in, and then Juba is just like, Jerry, you need to take a bath. <laughs> the ocean's right there. She's like, you know what? Give, give me one second. She just grabs him and then just dumps him a couple times, and then brings it back up, and he's just like. <sighs> No, I hate the water. Well, we hate the way it smells, so just get driving. <laughs> this guy is the hottest of messes. <laughs> so, he takes his oar and pushes away, and then um, you guys um, go out to the islands. Uh, it's a couple minutes of like him reciting like his really bad poetry. And um, you guys... <laughs> Kind of awkwardly enduring. They're both fascinated by his work first, and then like the fact that they're on the water again, but this time it's a much bigger lake. Yeah. Yes. Now Luna's like remembering when um, Andre used to try like read her, him for his poetry, and how oh. she's like remembering that that that, like, that he bit her, and now she's just like. <laughs> Remember the whole Luna? I feel like she's like she's starting to have like when she's angry, she have like a low growl. Oh yeah, totally. You can do that. Yeah. You can do that. We'll see. Um Okay, you Luna because you're angry, let's say that you have this desire to, you want to lick someone's face, like, um, and, um, so, Michael, you're one. Okay. Um, Kiara's two, Kianthi is three, and, um, Jupa's four. We got three. So I was hoping, I was hoping. I'm just gonna grab her face, her head, like the side of your head, and just start like licking up your cheek. Oh, 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 that's great. Oh, I did it. Hello. Um, it's nice to see your friend. Don't 
friend to me for this time. Aw, I mean, she now. likes you. Lick again. Yeah. Other face, other side of the face. I guess, like me, <laughs> me and Kiara are just clapping. He's like, oh, they're just getting along. Did you know that <laughs> the fairy man's like, fairy man Jerry's just like, it's beautiful. <laughs> I'll put it in my next poem. Oh, cool. <laughs> I want fairy man Jerry to be the wedding speaker. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys come to the shore of Undertow. Fairy man Jerry bows. Come again. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Jerry. You too, little girl. <laughs> Ellie's just genuinely happy. Which is wholesome. Interesting fella. The ocean did that. You know, I, I think it was the ocean and many years of drugs. <laughs> but the um shall we go in? The uh, okay. on the island there's this kind of ramshackle just shack, like um, kind of woven out of palm fronds, and you go in, and on top of it is this dwarven lady sitting on a stool, sitting on a hatch, which is a reference, and um, she she's asleep, and then Jupa kind of knocks on the door, they exchange a few words, um, and then the uh, dwarven lady steps aside and opens this hatch, and then just this like uh, cacophony of just sound comes up as you hear all like just punching and like people cheering, people jeering, and there's like some sort of like you know drumming in the background. Dun 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 dun. dun. Uh, you know, I think I that's outside is really have a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the um. You guys are just hit with this, just this, you step down and you're just hit with like the humidity and the smell of like sweat and blood. And I feel like with Luna's like wolfness of smell, I feel like she's starting to get just like overwhelmed by like there's so many people's smells and blood and just like it's all of it. Yeah, so they, they, um, would she like be overwhelmed and like feel sick or be overwhelmed and like be mentally just like fried? I'm mentally fried. Oh, okay. You can do, like, you can do, like, a wisdom or intelligence save. Okay. Uh, which, I think that's a... Okay, that's not a big difference, but... Let's do intelligence to make it lower for drama. Nine. Okay, yeah. You just... Um, for a minute, you just lose it and, like, have this... It's almost like a panic attack and start like hyperventilating and you just like run back up the stairs to just get away from everything that was happening. Like all that smell, all all that sound, just like so sensory overload, I'm out of here. So Luna just books it back up the stairs. Jupa like steps aside, it's like, well, um Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check up on her. You, um, you guys can sign us up. Should we sign up for four or five? I don't know if we should have Luna join us. 
the battle. He, if this, if this is how she reacts to this in the audience, I'm not sure how she'll react to this thing. Do we, do we need one of you or someone to stay with her? Do you think she'll be all right? What do you think, Kiara? Kiara is a little bit taken in by the entire surroundings. She's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, like, the, the she really likes the vibe here. Yeah, Fight Club, it's like, it's predominantly men, and they're like, you know, ripped dudes with their shirts off working together and like wrestling on the ground. And then like, some of them are like, someone just hauls this huge keg up and they're like, we're breaking this open. And they're like, yeah. I don't know why, but I just imagine just like two guys just like holding each other by like their, like by their shirts and they're just punching each other. <laughs> like not even dodging, not even blocking. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's happening. They have a crowd watching. They're like, who's gonna go out first? And they're like, not me. Spits out too. Uh, Kiara, like, it, it, it belatedly uh, hits Kiara, uh, Kiara's question, and she's like, uh, well, Ellie could hold her own in the ring, but if She's more comfortable with uh, uh, keeping an eye on Lorna. Maybe we should go and ask her if she wants yeah. to. We should do. I'll go. I'll go off with her. Right. I can. I can also stay with Luna if that's something you want me to do. Or okay, I'll see what we should go do. I'll talk with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went out, and I'm. I'm looking for Luna. Uh, just like. Luna, are you, are you okay? Yeah, I feel like she's like made it out to like the beach, like mm-hmm. looking out over the water, trying to like catch her breath. I, I, I think I'll be fine in a bit. Okay. If you want, it, you, you can just wait out here. The... But I want to be able to support you guys. I... <sighs> this is ridiculous. I mean, you always are supporting us. You always have been. Mm-hmm. And now I'm All right. not. Alright, at this point, chaos becomes. Mm-hmm. She sees you guys. Luna, how are you feeling? Are you alright? Uh huh. Um, just give me a minute. I see. Well, don't worry. Take all the time you need. I came out because we're gonna, we're going to sign up. We want to see. Uh, what we should do. Do you want someone? Do you feel like you'll be alright to join us? I don't want to cause any more trouble for you, especially if you just think the audience was overwhelming. I should be fine. What about you, Ellie? Do you want to stay with Luna or do you want to come and join us? Um, if you want me by your side, I will be. Ah, I shouldn't need you. Do whatever you guys want. Well, remember, Luna, we are doing this. We're doing this for you because we want you to be safe and happy and to join us again. Mm-hmm. So it's alright if you step, if you hold this one out for a little bit. Then we can bring you back all the faster. Yeah, I don't like it. 
I put my hand on her shoulder and I'm like, this is only temporary. Mm-hmm. This is going to pass. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Ellie, do you, do you want to stay with Luna or? Um, you're going to stay with Luna. I'm, uh. Knowing Luna as she would probably feel even worse if someone is, like, babysitting her, I'm going to join you guys. Yeah, I definitely like you first, but. Alright, great. Alright, so Luna, when you feel you're able to come in, come and watch, okay? Okay. Okay. Alright. I think after they leave, she kind of just, like, reaches into her pocket and kind of, like, looks at the poison. She kind of running, like, okay, this is an option. Like, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily want to, but, like, at what point would I? Because, like, she's had people that were close to her that were, like, a bit more anchored for that, but, um... So she, and she never thought that she would be in that position. Like, yeah. Like, maybe 100%. And then she's just trying to figure out, like, oh, okay. not, not now. Not now. Like, don't think about that right now. And just putting it away. So back on, on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's a bustling atmosphere. Guys are just punching each other. She sees uh, you guys come back in and over the all the noise. She says, "Well, are we gonna go sign up together?" And the answer is, "Yeah, we are." So okay. And you guys um, go to uh, Juka leads you guys over to this. Um, there's this big ring, and it's like a. It's you know sanded, sanded and blight, and then um, everyone around it cheering, ah, screaming, and there's currently a fight going on. And Juba steps up to this goblin, actually, and it's just this kind of like really chubby goblin. Aww. Um, older has um, uh, like white hairs, and um, Juba says to. The, uh, the group. This is Necker's Cripple Crawl. <laughs> the Tavern Bellower. And we would like to sign up for the group ring. And it, Knackers looks at you and he has, let's say, I, he has a monocle because he looks at you, scrubs it. Yeah, alright. And um, you gotta pay down the, you gotta put down the, uh, I can't think of words. Um, <laughs> entry fee or like, uh, you know, yeah. entry fee. How much you want to bet? The ante. Yeah, I was like, how much you putting down? How much you bet? Yeah, like how much you putting in the pot? Minimum 20 gold. Third person. And uh, <clears throat> Chupa like puts down, yeah, puts down her 20. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll put I'll put down twenty. I'll put down my twenty. Okay. Sure, has eleven. Thinks about it. Stares at it. Do you need some? Uh. <laughs> yeah, we can spot you. I got some eight. <laughs> I have more than eight. Yes. Right. All right. So I'll go ahead and give you the all the eight. Okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. Yeah. Math is our strong point. 
Yeah, that's why we play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, all right, I feel like I got a five on my AP calculus test ten years ago. That's relevant. I have smoothed out all the folds that included numbers, so. Nice <laughs> All right, so she uh, puts down 20. Okay. Knacker is kind of, he sweeps up the gold and puts it into a pouch. Like, it's this really swift moment, like, it's, it's pretty impressive, actually. It's like, all right, you guys are going to go um, up against Aubrey, the two knights, and uh, Anna. He, like, nods to the group over there. Um, and uh, you see this, like, big, huge, gray orc, two men in um, armor with their, like, helmets down, and then this tiny, um, like, uh, dark-skinned, like, Maori dwarf. And um, she has, like, her, like, little puff of black hair pulled back. And is uh, like twirling some daggers, and they they like look at you, and, and uh, you know, then then the words challengers appear, and that's where we're ending. Yeah. Yay! Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and we hope to hear from you soon.